Bienvenue sur Runway Series, le podcast d'Upcoming VC, la plateforme d'éducation au Venture Capital à destination des entrepreneurs, mais aussi des aspirants VC souhaitant comprendre les méthodes appliquées par les Venture Capitalistes lors de leur décision d'investissement ou non dans une startup. Je suis Raphaël Grieco, fondateur d'Upcoming VC, et dans ce podcast, nous accueillons des entrepreneurs, des investisseurs, mais aussi des aspirants VC qui partageront avec nous, lors de formats courts, leurs expériences, conseils et leur vision de la relation entrepreneur-investisseur. Hi everyone. Hi Conrad, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So today we are with, with uh, Conrad. Uh, Conrad is uh, Uh, managing a student-run venture fund called Dakota Venture Group. Uh, can you please explain what is exactly a student-run venture fund? Yeah, so we are based out of uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota in the United States. And what we do is raise individual uh, money from individual LPs. And we screen startup companies and make investments ranging from $20,000 to $150,000 and focus on you know, mainly seed stage startups. So we operate in a sense uh, similar to other venture capital firms uh, in, the, in the industry. So, Right. Where does the deal flow come from? The deal flow comes from uh, really our area in the United States, so the upper Midwest, so North, North and South Dakota, Minnesota, uh, Iowa, and Wisconsin. And so we like to partner with a lot of angel groups and other firms in the area to, to really syndicate on deal flow and, and pass deals around. So. All right. So because you are a student, uh, you, may, you, you, you can't be 100% uh, focused on uh, running the fund. So you need to have uh, partnerships uh, to, uh, to, to, to get uh, that, that deal flow, right? Yes, correct. So we have 22 uh, associates or members. Uh, five of those are the directors of the fund. And so between the 20 of us-ish, uh, it usually, usually have, have enough people to divide the work. So. Can you explain why you, you have decided to, to join this uh, student-run venture fund? For me, it's uh, at least in the United States, it's very... Sometimes can be hard to find things to do as a student that are that are real experience and something that you can say is not it's it's a little bit farther one step ahead of a co-curricular so to speak, and so for me I wanted something that was tangible, real, and and something that uh, maybe meant a little bit more. All right. So you you have applied to join, or what is the process to to be part of the story? Yeah, you have to apply to join. So uh, we have an application process that and our, our recruitment process takes about one month uh, and our application is similar to a job application so we require a letter of recommendation uh, transcripts resume uh, uh, essay that kind of thing um, and so trying to vet our students so that we we get the best of the best in at our university and um, so once you Your application is received, then we conduct interview process, and uh, finally we do we require you to perform a mini miniature due diligence on one of our portfolio companies to assess your critical thinking skills and analysis. All right. 
So then the assignment, how long does it last? I mean, you join uh, the group and uh, you would stay for what, 12, 18 months, two years, uh, uh, less? The average length is two years. You have to be a sophomore credit standing to join, so 30 credit hours uh, at the university, and you can stay up until graduation. So uh, we have had students, the longest would be maybe four and a half years. Uh, that student pursued a graduate degree, though, at the university, so um, that's why they were in it that long. So when was this uh, initiative uh, launched, actually? Uh, in 2006. 2006. So we've been around for some time. And you have how many companies in your portfolio at the moment? 24 at the moment, active. Yeah. And uh, what are the trends that you see at the moment? Uh, I mean, do you have a, a specific investment thesis in terms of sector? Uh, you said that you are most investing at the seed stage, so quite early. But then in terms of sectors, uh, do you try to... Uh, to, um, to focus on uh, one particular vertical, uh, one particular category, or are you agnostic? We are uh, sector agnostic or industry agnostic, yeah. So as, as a student for us, we want to be exposed to as many industries as possible to, uh, for the learning experience of it. Um, the trends that we might see you know, lately in the area have focused around uh, health tech or even uh, telehealth, and be mainly due to uh, some other universities, so University of Minnesota, Twin Cities in Minneapolis has a great med medical school and medical research program. In addition to Mayo Clinic, one of the biggest hospitals in the U.S. is located just south of Minneapolis, and so we see a lot of med tech companies coming out of that area. But why would a company uh, come and knock to your door uh, instead of knocking to the door of traditional VCs? Uh, what do you offer? So as a student group, that's, it's a great question. That's something that we've kind of focused on, uh, really, what is our value proposition as a student group other than dollars, right? Because, you know, most, most people would say that the traditional VCs have much more experience, much more knowledge, a larger network, um, which the main thing that we have to offer is, is our network. And at least uh, within Angels in, in, the, in the upper Midwest area, um, as well as Angel Groups. Uh, in, the, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and other, uh, other student VCs as well, um, and, and traditional VCs in the area. So the network that we have is quite large, mainly because um, as, as a student group, we, we like to think of ourselves as interesting, and so it's fun to tell our story, and so we've, we've been able to get connected with a lot of those different angels and angel groups uh, that way. And then in addition, students, we, we have a lot of manpower, right? So for our portfolio companies, one of our one of our value propositions at the at the very beginning is we can help you with research specifically. Um, so, for example, we did a market research uh, project for one of our portfolio companies this year that involved the research pipelines of potential customers or acquirers. So, things things of that nature are really where we found our niche in terms of value add. All right, got it. Can you explain maybe uh, a typical day or what uh, you you would do um, uh, as a as a student running the fund, uh, can you explain uh, from uh, the morning until the, uh, the end of the day what's going to be a typical day? Yeah, so all of our members are, almost all of our members are full-time students. So we have class during the day still too. Um, a lot of the work gets done in the evening. So let's say, you know, on an average day you might go to class. Um, we meet once a week, so you'd go to class, then you'd have a committee meeting or project meetings prior to our actual group meeting. Then we meet for roughly two hours every week uh, in, in group meeting, and then following group meeting, we might have other committee meetings or project meetings, due diligence meetings, uh, things like that. Um, but it really, as a full-time student, there's never a set time that we're working on the fund, so I've, you know, wee hours of the morning, uh, 
very early in the morning getting up things like that so it's it's not it's very difficult to have a set schedule as a full-time student and doing doing venture capital funds so uh, c c coming to the reason why you would join um, such a, an organization um, what would be the idea to uh, to test your skills as a VC to become a VC when you graduate or is it just to experience something new to to, to grow a network to uh, meet founders to potentially launch your own startup. What's, uh, what's, where's the balance between uh, wannabe VCs and wannabe uh, founders? I would say um, people that come through the Dakota Venture Group typically have, there's, there's, there's probably a third, that we'll call it a third that goes into, let's say, entrepreneurship or, or VC. Um, so starting their own business or working in the venture capital space. Um, the other two-thirds are coming from, because when we recruit our members, we're recruiting from all different disciplines within the university. And so we enjoy having engineers and, and, and different types of, types of disciplines in the group. And so often we'll find that they go on typically to their normal path, at, you know, working for maybe an engineering firm for a, an established company in the area. Um, but what we can offer them and what they almost always will say they get out of it is a perspective that that has to do with entrepreneurship or investing and carrying that with them as they move forward those students might be mu that much more likely to start their own business because they have a previous knowledge of what that what that area or what that space is like what do you see as the main criteria for um, an ecosystem to launch such a student-run venture fund Uh, what would be the main ingredients uh, for a school, for a university to, uh, to contemplate uh, such an initiative? Uh, trust is a big one. Um, it, student turnover is the biggest issue with our group. And so our investors have to trust that we have the right education process for our members, the right, um, the right training in place to maintain a level of professionalism and quality within our work. And so our investors, the, the trust is probably the biggest part. And then you have to have students willing to execute, students willing to put in the extra time, willing to do, do work on, on top of school, um, which is some, sometimes, a lot of times easy to find, um, especially nowadays. I think there's, a, at least in the United States, there's been, you know, we've been around since 2006, and a lot of the student funds that are, that are starting to show up across the country now uh, have started in 2016, 2017. Um, and that kind of thing, and, it, and it, I think it's the same for Europe. We met with 12 other, or 11 other student funds here uh, in Helsinki this week, and all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them started with it in 2016, 2017. And so what we've all found that we have in common, going back to your original question, is that the students have to be willing to execute, put in the extra time, and they have to have either the trust of their investors, if they raise individual like us, or the trust of their university to make those difficult decisions. Um, coming back maybe to uh, the reason why an LP would uh, invest in your, in your, in your fund, um, are you chasing the unicorn as well, or what's, uh, what's the, the idea? I would say, I mean, it, it, it depends on the goal of your fund, right? And, and it's, you know, for us, we're, we're, the, our main focus and the reason Dakota Venture Group started was for student learning and student experience. And so that, that you'll often find there's a lot of professionals in the industry and, and in, you know, and within angel networks and things that are excited about the next generation of angel investors or, or VC. And so 
the student learning piece of it is often a very big driver. Uh, that said, we have done a, uh, what I think to be a very good job of building out our model so that we um, can provide them a return on investment as well. And so in terms of chasing the unicorn, I don't necessarily know that, you know, because we're, we're not investing in Silicon Valley or, or you know, uh, the coastal areas of the United States, but we definitely are chasing a significant return for our investors. Uh, we feel that we owe that to them, obviously. Uh, and so... Do I you disclose the return since... Uh, to our investors? Yeah. No, I mean to, to us. You? Can you dis disclose to us? I can't, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or maybe you can mention a particular success, one company that has performed very well, that you have maybe already exi exited or... Uh, that we've already exited. Yeah. A lot of them have been very local. So Clean Republic would be the, the closest one. It, it was a very... This was back probably in 2010. Uh, this was our best exit. And they, back when bike sharing started become, becoming a very popular thing, they worked with um, cutting edge battery technology and bike sharing. And so it was, it was a very, that was our best exit so far. Um, but we're hoping to have one or two more in the next year here, so. Excellent. Uh, yourself, uh, how long have you been into the program, into the initiative? Almost three years. Almost three years already? Yep. So you have passed the two-year threshold. Yep. I will be graduating and, and leaving the group here uh, in December. So So what do you want to do after when you graduate? I am going to be attending law school. All right. Uh, and eventually I would like to continue working in this in this area. Excellent. So. Great. Okay. Thank you very much, Conrad, for your, for your time, for your, the explanations. Very cool. And uh, all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>